We welcome you back to the Two Guys Named Chris show. I had a thought, by the way. I yeah. I don't mean to, to uh, I know you had a lost and found sort of uh, episode here planned. Let me tell you. You see these two things that were lost. Wedding ring, uh, diamond ring, and yeah. wallet found after years. You said the word astounding, and I thought, okay. <laughs> Didn't you think that was astounding? I thought well, it was just a bit hyperbolic. I, th- I, th- I thought it was, I okay. mean, way to you. No, 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 that's fine. No, way to you but, hear. But, you know, in the previous segment, the health report, we were talking about the kids who were overdosing accidentally marijuana on marijuana edibles, mm-hmm. which, which of course are becoming more and more legal in every state. Right. And they look like the candies that little kids eat. Yes. Over the break, the last time we talked to our good friend and sometimes a member of this program, part-time <laughs> member of this program, B.B. Shea, yeah. he was making a road trip to Colorado, flew out. Yep. drove back. That's right. The plan was, I don't know if it was mm-hmm. actually verbalized, was for him to suitcase you back some product. You know, the whole the whole thing Has is... Has that come to fruition? I'm, I'm really glad you asked about that. I said to him, we were on air, and I said, are you going to bring me back some dro? Remember that? Hydroponic. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. He goes, oh yeah, man, I'll bring you some dro, this and that, blah, blah. So I was like, yeah, Okay, you know, we leave it at that. We don't say another word about it. So, yesterday, I Did saw Did you hand him any cash? No. No, I didn't. No. I felt like I could pay him on the return. Okay. You know. Uh, okay, upon delivery. Yes. <laughs> don't you think? I mean, I, I felt like that was okay. No. Maybe I should well, have. otherwise, I mean, if you hand him 100 he might buy $50 worth of this and then $50 worth of snacks yeah. from B.B. Shea in Nebraska. That's right. That's right. As a... As a <laughs> tip you know as a thing for him although i trust him i mean bb shay's a good he's a guy. trustworthy guy he knows how much money i make <laughs> he saw that last He'll year always have that over you he saw my check stub last year it was accidentally emailed to him that's why i think uh, he thought you could go ahead and pay him first <laughs> <laughs> what now that was never discussed mm. payment was never right. discussed. Okay. yesterday i saw him in that meeting that's the first time i've seen him in three weeks. Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah three weeks. And so I... Hey, Chris s- Kelly. Yeah, I'm, I'm BB Shay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. I had COVID. I'm blaming So you're the new guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, hey, man, did you get me any of that dro? And he said, oh, I wasn't able to do that. I said, what? What are you, talk- what are you talking about? You weren't... And I said, did you get yourself any? He goes, I did. I got- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> And that's when they just su- like that. Yeah, that's when they surprised me with the cake <laughs> for my 30th anniversary. Yeah, snap the photo. <laughs> yeah, we'll snap the photo. I'm high right now. <laughs> I don't know if this is real or not. <laughs> is that a cake? <laughs> you should have seen how much Caesar salad he ate. There, we had a Caesar salad up there yesterday. This just- pizza is delicious. <laughs> He's eating salad. <laughs> I'll tell you something else about that. All right, the We're- meeting. Sort Weed? of, sort of. Do you, you are you aware? I know Biggie is. Years ago, Chris Dim used to do a show on the weekends called um, That Dim Music Show. Oh yeah, wild success. Okay, very popular. People loved it. He did it for six well, years. He is for hardcore music fans. Okay, right. Very niche hardcore music. But we got comments all the time. Finally, somebody plays it. Somebody says it. You know. So we'd air it on Sundays. Tremendous amount of work. He and Dave did a lot of work on it together. I always thought it was worthless. <laughs> you know my feeling. I always remember behind the scenes and back channels like, yeah. why are we putting this thing mm-hmm. on? You know, and people say, what kind of ratings is it getting? 
<laughs> None that matter. <laughs> but everybody would say to me, oh, man, that dim music show on Sunday is so good. And I'd say, yeah, I haven't heard it. I, I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. anything about it. It was on Sundays. Well, apparently, you all came back with a Christmas Day, that dim music show, on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, Weather Dave's idea entirely. He just decided to take kind of cobble together some of the older broadcast it was not an original program oh it wasn't no oh okay so all right but yeah it was a, like a a, 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 com- a commercial free christmas gift isn't that early nice? christmas morning. oh that's nice well was did it air on christmas morning yeah i think from like six to eight or seven to nine a.m well for a couple of weeks in early december i would hear chris dim go into dave's office and they'd be like well let's do this and let's do that and i would hear him chatting about it. and then i would leave and say bye guys and they'd go, oh and they'd turn very rare occurrence where True. they go in there. So I went home one day and told my wife, they're planning my 30th anniversary party. <laughs> it's clear. <laughs> Said I wasn't going to say anything. But they know what yeah. this means to me. <laughs> I'm glad they're stepping up. I said, man, they got some big plans going on. They keep going back and forth. Yeah. And Chris Jessica's always over in Dave's office. So you know what's going on. They're planning that. Gosh, golly, guys. What are they going to do? Oh, man. It's going to be so over the top. It's going to be so much. It's gonna be... Well, it turns out when I did get my 30th anniversary cake, Chris Dim wasn't even in the room. Nope. <laughs> I didn't know it was happening. I kind of... I, mm. I, I will say this. Mm. The wheels were set in motion for that event. Mm-hmm. Several weeks back. Right. And yes. as the senior member of the team here, I was consulted about what happens, you yeah. know, because it's kind of unprecedented in this company. Well, yeah, you don't get that. There many. aren't that many people who worked here that long. No. And they, and so people ask me, what did, what have we done? What should we do? That kind of thing. Right. And yeah. I fully expected <laughs> to, to be invited. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as a, a part of the party planning committee. Yeah, you'd, you'd think yeah. you would have been there. Some of us that work with you. We, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We work cl- more closely than most. Yeah. I would say. More than most. And uh, I, I didn't hear an announcement. No, there was no. I didn't get an email, a no, there, stop in, or anything. You were on the way out. It wasn't yeah. even an intercom page. No. Yeah, the only way I knew was Chris Kelly said, cake downstairs if you want some biggie. <laughs> and I went, cake for what? <laughs> oh, my 30th. I got you cake. Oh yeah, big party. It's very nice though. It was very very nice. Yeah, I, yeah, I really yeah. appreciate it. I mean, it's nice to be recognized. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. But I, man, egg on my face mm-hmm. when I thought. Uh, I told my mm-hmm. wife, I was like, man, they are doing mm-hmm. something big. It, it has something to do with the song "Step Into Christmas." It's big. <laughs> <laughs> this is really really big. Yeah. And I don't know if Biggie knows this, but um, your favorite cake, Chris Kelly, is red velvet. Yes. And to their credit, that's what the company provided. Yes, they did. He, Well, Ricky from sales said, I hope you like red velvet. I said, I had already started eating it. He says, red velvet. I said, it's my favorite. He goes, it is? And I said, <laughs> yeah. They could have asked me that, but I they know, didn't. I know. <laughs> I said, I thought that's why you got it, because it's my favorite. He's like, no, nah, man, I didn't. Oh, yeah. No, he just got one. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a, a messed up cake. Yeah. <laughs> A factory and, second. And actually, I'm going to need that clock back. It's, uh, it's from the Things Remembered display. We're going to get you one of your own, though. Yeah, this is always in our hearts, Grandma. <laughs> it was so nice, though, to be remembered. Yeah. Yeah, it's touching. Isn't it? It's touching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It Did really you make is. a speech? 
briefly. I wasn't expecting it at all. I just said, you know, how lucky I felt. And when I look around, I don't know most of you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what 30 years is like. I see a lot come and go. Is anyone I worked with here? I mean, I know Dave's out. But... Yeah, Dave was out. <laughs> yeah. So Dave was downstairs. Biggie was downstairs. Biggie was downstairs. They didn't, uh, didn't say anything about it. I couldn't it. do it without. They're not here. <laughs> These are the... Uh, Lost and found stories that I just said were going to be quote astounding. I think I, I'm going to stand by. I'm going to stand by All this. Right. Biggie, you back me up on this. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. Prepare to be astounded. Okay. There's a woman named Shana Day who was unwrapping her Christmas gifts on Christmas morning, and one of them was an engagement ring which she had last seen 21 years ago. Before she got married to her current husband, they were at her at his parents' house, and she was in their bathroom, and she had put the engagement ring, which she had had less than six months, on the counter of the sink as she washed her hands, and she accidentally knocked it into the toilet as it was flushing, and it went down. Oh. I mean, the toilet with the water was swirling. She knocked it, and she couldn't. She reached and couldn't get it back. The worst. Well, they have a septic tank. This is 21 years ago. They went into, they dug up the septic tank. The husband, now the husband, got in there, went around. The, the father-in-law, they all went around trying to find, could not find the engagement ring. So he got her another one, a second engagement ring. They got married. Time goes on. Now, 21 years later, earlier in last year, the parents of the husband get a new toilet. And when they take out the toilet, it comes falling out of the pipe. It had been the original stuck ring. In the, never the original made ring through. Never made never its way made it through. Never made it into the tank. Did not make it into the septic tank. And so they put it in a tiny toilet, a tiny ceramic toilet, and wrapped it up in a box and gave it to her as a Christmas present on Christmas. And she opened it up and knew immediately what That's it was. That's funny. Isn't that mm. awesome? Here she is talking. This is the woman who found or she got the ring back after 21 years. I had taken my ring off. It was sitting on the counter. So when I sopped up the water, guess I didn't pay attention very well, snagged my ring in the process and tossed it in the toilet. Plumber unhooked it from the ground and then just dumped it over in the tub to get the excess water out. So when he took it out, it didn't drip through the house. And when he did, the ring come out. That just is absolutely amazing that it's just been sitting there. To know that everyone cared enough about it and thought it was so cool that they didn't tell us it was an actual genuine surprise it brought tears to both our eyes how about that that's husband and wife do you think at any point that night while they were you know maybe having a, a glass of eggnog mm-hmm. making the fire crackle yeah you know thinking about the pleasantries of the day <laughs> the dad turned to the wife and said you had me crawl through that <laughs> i would for 45 minutes <laughs> sifting through every tampon <laughs> Every turd, every log. <laughs> I think all the guys who were down there that septic tank probably said, you couldn't take out the back of the toilet. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't yeah. think maybe. You to look up underneath the, I mean, you just unseal the ring. <laughs> Could have had a plumber out here 21 years ago. And right. Then, no, they went through that septic tank and now she's got her original, now she has two engagement She has two diamond rings, which do you, I do just. Do you wear both or do you kind of reset the, the first diamond or hmm. the first diamond and make it. Like an anniversary ring. That's not uncommon. Maybe that's what you'll wind up doing. You know, uh, I just read today that um, younger people are going away from diamonds for the engagement ring. They'll just do a a gold ring or an emerald. They don't want to spend the money on the diamonds. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are young people now saying that they're they're 
They don't get it. They don't it's, care a, it's an expensive tradition. Although we yeah. have heard, right? Isn't science working on these lab-grown diamonds? That'll be less expensive. I, you would assume. Yeah, because they can just make them then. Yeah. And they look they're, like They're not they're, as they're rare. rare. That's right. It's called ethically sourced diamonds now, too. Uh-huh. That's a big thing. Yeah. Uh, no more blood diamonds. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I say this. <laughs> I've heard that term because uh, mm-hmm. I, my girlfriend said one time Ooh, something like. You're talking diamond rings? Oh, no, 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 no. You said girlfriend. No. Bombshell. Bombshell. <laughs> We're not talking ring, but she said something like, you know, I only want a ring that's ethically sourced diamonds. And I said, what is that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she said, well, one that's, you know made the right way right i said no blood diamonds no children mining yeah and uh not suitcased out yeah, of mine in Zambia. exactly that's right <laughs> and she said you know so you can get ethically sourced diamonds now and they mm-hmm. are you know supposed to be more expensive and i just started chuckling <laughs> <laughs> said, why is that funny to you yeah i said because everybody's gonna put ethically sourced <laughs> it's, a it's just there. a sticker i said it's a, it's a sticker on a box I asked my wife if she wanted an ethically sourced diamond. She said, absolutely not. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I want the nicest diamond yeah. we can afford, mm-hmm. period. She didn't care where it came from. That was it. So that's what I, I want. I a small Ugandan boy to suitcase this across uh, yeah. the border. There. And, and mm-hmm. we did. I had that. That's right. I have a picture of it, of the, of the suitcaser. <laughs> the other item that was lost and now found is from Fayette County, West Virginia. A woman named Sharon Day was 16 years old in 1968. She was a student at Fayetteville High School, and she lost her wallet at a school dance. She thinks that's where she lost it. And this was at the school back in 1968. Little did she know that when the school closed in 2019, a contracting company would come in and renovate, and they're now turning the school into apartments. And they found in the ductwork her completely in perfect condition wallet from 1968. Hmm. So if she was 16 then, she was born in 52, which makes her, what, 70 now. Mm -hmm. So she is 70 now. And apparently the duct, uh, which the entrance had been uh, bolted shut by the school years before, would have never been exposed if it weren't for the renovation. How they, did she get? How did it get there? That's a great question. She never that's, has. Yeah. she's never said did how did it, it fall out of a purse? Would she take it into a? That must have been it. Bathroom. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. She doesn't know really. How, women's wallets are large, bigger. Typically, yeah, you'd think. Uh, and she's not on Facebook, but her sister is the guy put it up on Facebook said, we can find this person, you know, because there were like uh, there was ID and stuff mm-hmm. in there. And so her sister said, you're going to want to look at Facebook. This is the guy who found it and the woman who had lost the wallet, what, 50 years ago. This is the ductwork that we were breaking loose when it fell out. When we found that wallet, there was something that was just instantaneously very different about it. Like this is something that we can identify as the personal property of someone that might very well still live in this area. I think we can actually find this person. My sister told me that they found something for you. I didn't ever think having something like that 54 years from when I had it. 54 years later, she gets it and she sees pictures of all her friends that she hasn't seen in years and years. And now she says she's going to make a scrapbook out of it, uh, out of all those pictures and everything and everything that was in the wallet. And they asked her, uh, did it take you right back to high school? And she said, yeah, it did. Oh, that's your dream, mm-hmm. Kelly. Yeah, that some, is. In some form. It took her back to high school after all those years. Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it?